I'm Ben Easter, and you're listening to the Shift to Freedom podcast, the podcast that gives you the mindsets, strategies, tips, and tricks to live your freedom and love your life. If you're here, I suspect that you have a total badass inside you, but chances are that you haven't let it play full out yet. Maybe you've been told not to, that it's too much, maybe you've been worried about what other people will think, or maybe you just haven't made the space to shine. If any of that sounds familiar, you've come to the right place. Each week, my co-hosts and I will be exposing the lies that keep that badass chained and, more importantly, sharing the tools to help you break free and share that most authentic you with the world. So, if you want more freedom, possibility, or courage, then I'd invite you to take a deep breath, get curious, and listen carefully for your shift to freedom. Hey there, freedom seekers. Ever wonder about the hero that lives inside of you, ready to conquer the business world? Well, if you've been listening to our show for a while, then you know that we love exploring hero myths and using them to better understand our own heroic journeys. I wanted to make these stories even more actionable for you, so we built a way for you to uncover your business superpowers, avoid potential pitfalls, and see your entrepreneurial journey in a whole new light. Ready to discover your business owner hero type? Check out the show notes or head over to lucidshiftcoaching.com forward slash quiz to take our free quiz and learn which heroic energy you embody in your business. It only takes a few minutes and it's free. Your heroic journey awaits. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Take a second to think about it. What would you do if you knew that you couldn't fail? You could be 100% sure that you couldn't fail. I love that question. And that question is the topic of today's podcast because we're going to be talking about radical commitment. And radical commitment is the choice that you make in your mind, the decision that you make in your mind to opt out of failure, okay? To continue trying at your goal, whatever it may be, come hell or high water, no matter what, to do the thing or die trying, okay? Now, I can hear what you're saying. Yeah, easier said than done. What do you mean? We're going to commit to hell or high water to do it no matter what. And I think it's a cultivation that we can do. But I want to talk about the power of radical commitment today, because I think once we make this decision to radically commit to something, all of a sudden, it's like having the combination to the luggage of our goals, right? We, we can really open ourselves up to possibilities once we decide that we're going to commit to something. This is so important that I'll, on my prospect calls with clients, before we enter into a coaching agreement, I make very clear to them that there's like one thing that more than anything else is going to make a difference in their journey. And that is committing, radically committing to their outcomes. Okay. And it's so important to me that I tell people, look, if you do this thing, you don't need coaching. You don't need anything else. Actually, if you are willing to make a commitment to something, you don't need anything else. You'll figure it out. And if you're unwilling to make the commitment, no amount of coaching, nothing else is really going to help you, right? Then it's going to come down to luck. We're going to, we're playing a game with ourselves where we're rolling dice to see if we can get something. And so what I really advocate for, and my, my goal in this podcast is to help you see the power of radically committing to something and then seeing the steps to getting there. Because I think there are some things that make radical commitment an easier concept to swallow and an easier thing to implement in our lives. And I'm going to go through that. But first, I want to talk about some of the reasons why we don't do this, why we don't radically commit to something. OK, I think a big reason that we don't commit to things is because we're worried about disappointing ourselves. We're worried about having expectations and missing those expectations. OK, and that's a big reason why we don't like 
put a flag in the sand and say, I'm doing this no matter what. We also, I think, sometimes can think that there's this right path for us somehow. And we use this kind of language like, I, I just don't know if I'm doing the right thing for me or whatever. And so then we're playing this game where we're like trying to get the universe to prove to us that we're on the quote unquote right path. And that's a real challenge because the right path is determined by what we've committed to in our lives. And another reason why people don't commit to things is because they, they believe that it's not possible on some level. Like they, they believe that it's not in the cards for them. And this is kind of adjacent to that right path thing. But really, it comes down to like, I don't believe that no matter how hard I tried, I would be able to get there. Okay, so we're gonna have to address these things if we're going to be able to access the power of radical commitment. So I, uh, I see Mount Rainier out my office window. Love it. It's a big, beautiful mountain. Now, I often use this example because it's very present for me. If I wanted to get to Mount Rainier, if I wanted to find myself on the slopes of Mount Rainier or even at the summit of Mount Rainier, there's not magic in it, in my getting there. If I'm willing to point my feet in the direction of Mount Rainier and keep walking, keep moving in that direction, and if I get off course to come back to the direction of Mount Rainier, if I'm willing to keep it in my sights and keep moving forward, no matter what gets in my way, there's not really a mystery or a magic or some silver bullet that I'm going to find that's going to get me there, right? It's really just putting one foot in front of the other and then being willing to navigate whatever challenge comes up, whether it be a river, whether it be a bridge is out, whether it be there's a hill in my way, whether it be there's buildings in my way, whether it be there's a militia in my way, whatever the, whatever the case may be, right? If I'm willing to navigate whatever that is and keep moving, then I'll either make it to Mount Rainier or I'll die trying to get there, right? And then I won't even know that I failed because I'll be dead. <laughs> a little dark. So the reason that I like radical commitment is because it turns any of our goals into that. If you're willing to commit radically to something, then all of your goals can become as simple as walking to Mount Rainier. Now, that doesn't mean that they're easy, right? Because I might have to build a bridge or, or I might have to swim a very cold river or I might have to build a boat or something like that. And all of those things are going to be challenges to navigate. But that's why it's so important. The first step is finding a lovable goal. Find something that is really meaningful for you. Committing to something that you don't truly care about is a really great way to prove to yourself that you're not that great at committing at things, right? So choosing something that's really lovable for you, something that's really important to you is the first step, I think, of choosing, of getting to an, a, a path of radical commitment. First, we find something that we care about, something that's important to us, something that you'd be willing to fail at a thousand times, okay? Because getting back to the Royal Flush, let's say you have a, the stats on a Royal Flush are 100, it's one in 650,000. So you have a one in 650,000 chance of getting a royal flush in poker. The other way of looking at that, because that, those odds are astronomical, that's a really high chance. But the other way of looking at that is that if you sit down at the table for long enough, it's not a question of if you'll get a royal flush. It's a question of when you'll get it. Okay. And so we want to find something that we can put the reps into. Think about what it would mean if you were willing to fail at something a thousand times, 10,000 times. What would happen in your life if you approached the thing that you most want, that thing that if you knew you couldn't fail, you would go for? If you approached that knowing and you were willing to fail at it a thousand times, 10,000 times, what would happen if you failed at something? What, what would happen if you tried your hardest to do something 10,000 times? You think you might get there? 
You think you might get close, right? This is what the power of radical commitment is. It's the willingness to keep trying, okay? So first, we have to find a lovable commitment, okay? The second thing that we do for radical commitment is we find a path of possibility. You're going to have a really hard time committing to something if you don't believe that it's possible for you. If you're telling some story that like it's, it's got to be in the stars or some kind of luck or some kind of magic has to happen, right? So finding a path of possibility, really important. You have to believe a, a couple things. One, you have to believe that it's possible for the thing to happen, okay? There were plenty of people before the Wright brothers who didn't believe that it was possible for humans to fly, so they never tried. They weren't willing. The Wright brothers, they were so committed to flying that no matter how many failures they experienced, they kept returning to the challenge and they were either going to do it or die trying. Okay. So they created possibility out of, out of a lack of possibility. They were willing to keep trying to keep returning to it. Okay. So find your path of possibility. Now, if it's never been done, like with the Wright brothers, you're going to have to find some other way to believe that it's possible for you. But most of the things that most people want to do, they've been done by other people already. And if that's the case, or at least something like them has been done by other people, even for the Wright brothers, building machines that could do things and iterating that process had already been developed. And so finding models for success is one of the, one of the ways to find a path to possibility. Find a model, find somebody else who's done it. YouTube is a great resource for this, right? The, the internet is fantastic because all kinds of people have done all kinds of really crazy cool things. And if you can find one of them and kind of reverse engineer, how did they do it? then you can find your own path to possibility. And the second thing you have to do for finding a path of possibility is because it, we it's not just enough to believe that it's possible for someone to do it. We have to believe that it's possible for us to do it. So you have to find a path of possibility that you can see yourself walking. Okay. You can do that in lots of different ways. And this is one of the reasons why people hire coaches, but actually exploring the different options, the different paths that you could walk. Because again, take the Rainier example. There are an infinite number of ways that I could get there quote unquote, the path to getting to Mount Rainier isn't going to be real for me until it's in hindsight, not in foresight. I don't need to know how to do it. Okay. There are an infinite number of ways, but I do have to believe that it's possible. So I, I do have to like tell myself a story that, yeah, well, I'm going to come to a river at some point and well, what can I do? Well, I could swim it. Okay. It's gonna be very cold. Can I handle coldness? Am I willing to handle coldness? No. Okay, cool. Well, I could build or find or uh, uh, some other way, resource a boat to cross a river or a bridge to cross a river. Now look, that might take me a long way out of my way. That might not be the straightest path to get to Mount Rainier, but it's one of an infinite number of paths to get there. And I can believe that I could walk up the bank of the river until I find a bridge, cross over, and then get back on track toward Mount Rainier. That's something that I can believe myself possible of doing. So the second step is find a path of possibility for yourself. Because if you can't find that, you're gonna have a really hard time committing to whatever your goal is. Okay. So step one, choose a lovable goal, something that you're willing to return to again and again and again and again, something that would be worth facing failure. Okay. Cause it's gonna Cause failure, that is the ticket price of success. We have to fail to succeed. I love talking about kids learning to walk because you can just see it so clearly there. They fall over again and again and again, but it's because they fall over that they squat themselves back up and get stronger in their legs which is what ultimately gives us the power to walk around. It's because we fail that we succeed, not despite our failures that we succeed. Okay, we learn from every single one of them. So what is the lovable thing that you'd commit to, that you'd be willing to commit to, 
Okay. Second, find yourself a path of possibility. See, believe it, see yourself in your mind's eye walking the path. Okay. And imagining yourself facing the failure and, and surviving it and then continuing on the other side of it. And then the last step I think is, well, the second to last step is to cut yourself off from retreat. So you hear a lot of people, I, I, I think about my, uh, when I was at high school age and, you know, the college conversation was coming up with amongst me and my friends, I would hear frequently from parents like, well, what's your plan B, right? What's your plan B? And especially for me, I was a, I was a theater major. I wanted to be an actor. Well, what's your plan B? That question, that's counterproductive, right? Because that cuts, un- that undermines our commitment, that undermines our ability to figure things out, Okay. Not a useful question because now we're thinking about how it's going to fail and that there is such a thing as failure, okay? And we're, we're really, we're, we're, we're giving ourselves that out, but then we're, again, we're undermining the power that we have to commit to something. So cutting yourself off from your retreat, making a, a decision that you're going to get there or die trying, that you're going to go all in, that you're going to push your chips into the table and keep going, Okay. And this is such a powerful thing, like to cut yourself off from retreat. Like I, I remember when I was building my coaching business, I remember having this conversation, you know, I, things it was, I was facing those failures in the beginning and like having conversations and they weren't going where I wanted them to go. And I was having a really like a tough time getting it going. And I remember having a conversation with, with Paige and just decide, had this moment, I was laying on bed and I was like, you know, I was having a really hard time. I was like dealing with a lot of emotions. And I remember just like having this moment where you know, she's, she's like, well, you know, what if you, you could go do something else? You'd go find, you know, find another corporate job or whatever. And I just remember this, <laughs> this rising feeling inside me that I would rather live under a bridge and eat out of garbage cans than ever do that again. And I just refused. I made this decision and I refused to do it. I was just unwilling to ever face that path. And I decided that I was going to do it. Now, of course, I had to believe that it was possible for me, Right. Had to believe that it was possible and it was lovable. It passed the test for me. Gosh, it felt like it was in so much alignment for me. And then I could see that other people were doing it. And I was like, I can do anything that they're doing. Right. So I had the, I had the lovable commitment and I had the possibility, but then I cut off my retreat. The decision was there. It was, I am going to do this or I am literally going to die trying to do this. My damnedest, try my damnedest doing it. So this is a really important part of the, of the commitment. This is like you cut off your retreat. You say, you know what? There is no plan B. I'm going to figure out plan A. And then the last step I think is because once we do this, once we make the commitment, okay, and that you're like, you know what? I don't care if it takes me 10 tries. I don't care if it takes me 50 tries. I don't care if it takes me 500 tries. I don't care if it takes me 10,000 tries. This thing is important enough to me that I'm willing to do those reps, that I'm willing to face failure. Okay. Not that I'm, I'm going to try to figure out how to do it without failing. And then if I can do that, then I'll, then I'll be good. But like, no, I'm going to go through the failure. I'm going to figure out, I'm going to try my hardest until I can't do it anymore. And then I'm going to try again. And then I'm going to try again. Right. Because the thing is what we're committing to, again, we're not committing to stick to something. We're committing to return to it again and again and again and again. You're saying, look, if I run out of money, if I run out of time, great. Well, I'm going to take a little detour and I'm going to go figure out money or I'm going to go figure out time and then I'm going to come back to this path, right? That's what commitment means. Not that I'm going to stick with it, but that I'm going to figure it out no matter what, that I'm going to go all in no matter what I'm going to figure it out. Because once you've made this decision, here's the cool thing. This is the fourth step. Now we get to just enjoy the journey. 
Now I can actually like just appreciate doing my reps and fucking up, failing, right? That is a real power. That's where things start to get magical is when we start to really just have fun with the process. We try some things out. We learn from our, our journey and then we keep trying new things. If I told you that you were no more than a hundred failures away from anything that you wanted in the world, would you be willing to do it? Would you be willing to fail to get anything that you wanted in the world? If I told you you were a hundred failures away, would you be, now you, you can't just fail. Like you're not, it's not failure if you didn't try. Like if you're not actually going for it, it's not a failure. All right. So if I told you you were a hundred failures away from anything that you really wanted, would you be willing to do it? Would you be willing to face the disappointment of that failure? So this is the power of radical commitment. This is what it comes what it comes down to. It comes down to picking something that you love enough that you're willing to face the failure. Finding a path where you believe it's possible for you. Okay, you might not know how exactly, but you know that you you believe that it's possible, right? Cutting off your retreat and then enjoying the journey. All right. So I hope that this helps. I hope that you can take this and. Think about your life. Think about those goals that you have. Think about the, that thing that if you knew you couldn't fail, you would want for yourself, right? If you knew you couldn't fail because of failure, it only happens in hindsight. It only happens once you've stopped trying. So if you're willing to commit, then there's no such thing as failure. How many times would you fall over as a kid before you learn to walk before you're like, yep, I'm a failure at walking. I just failed at it, right? It's like, no, you're, you're going to keep trying. You're going to keep trying. And that was, that's why we all walk, by the way. It's because we were willing to fall down as many times as it took to get it, all right? So this is the powerful power of radical commitment. We pick a lovable commitment, we find the path of possibility, we cut off our retreat, and then we enjoy the journey, all right? Thanks for listening. If you have a commitment that you'd like to make, or if you have something that you want, share it in the comments. I'd love to hear it. If you have any problems with what I said, if you don't believe any of what I said, or you don't think that I resolved something that I missed, put it in the comments. That'll be a, a topic for future podcasts. I'd love to help you think through these things. I, I personally love helping people find the path of possibility, right? That's one of my, my favorite things. So if you need help figuring out the path of possibility, reach out. I'm, I'm happy to brainstorm with you. Happy to find that path with you. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Love your freedom. Love your life. Thanks so much for listening to the Shift to Freedom podcast. If you want to get the most out of your time here, think about this. What's the one thing from this episode that resonated the most for you? Asking that simple question can help anchor in your insights and remember who you want to be. If there was even a single thought in today's episode that helps you to become even 1% more free, then we are thrilled. If so, would you do us a favor? We're on a mission to spread the message of freedom and we could use your help. See, the algorithms love it when we get reviews, shares, comments, and likes, and then that helps other people like you to find the podcast and just maybe change their lives. So if you like what we're doing and you want to generate some positive karma for the day, please write us a review wherever you get your podcast love. See you next week. And in the meantime, live your freedom and love your life. <laughs>